0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: From a baseball standpoint, uh, you'd much rather be having these discussions in a better spot, but we have to accept it and own it, and I think we start doing that today. Uh, That's why we're all going to sit up here and try to provide answers to some questions about the season. I think it's fair to say that all of us uh, are going to take some time here in the upcoming days and assess quite a bit, uh, and then start forming some opinions and plans to to continue to work to improve.
2: No, I think we can start with questions.
0: Yeah, I I know we've asked Kevin a lot about this, but not you two guys. Um, Based on, on the, the moves y'all made at the trade deadline and going for it, how, how disappointing with the way it turned out and, and maybe what you learned from making those moves and going forward?
2: Um, I don't know if disappointed. Like, yeah, you're disappointed with, with where things ended up, but uh, you also recognize that over any two months, you know, so much can happen. There's, there's just... You want the most talent on hand that you can get your hands on in order to have the best chance to compete. But how it plays out over a couple months can go in you know any which way. So, um, I think collectively as an organization, we're proud about some of the additions that we made. You know, their decisions looking back, you know, over the last twelve months. That in terms of how they played out, there's some we're really happy with, some less so, and that's the reality of it. But um, you know, the guys that we acquired came in here. You know, were great guys, great competitors, and. I it really meshed with our club and, and gave us a chance. It just, you know, it didn't come together the way we wanted to at the end.
3: Yeah, Eric Reheim, uh, cause I know we've talked about this with Kevin a little bit too, but as far as just the um, philosophy of trying to find that niche between improving the offense but not hurting the defense, you know, pitching and defense was kind of your calling card when you made the playoffs all those years. and your run differential the last four years has obviously been nowhere near where it was during that period. How do you address that, and do you kind of rethink maybe how you were going? You kind of went from one side to the other side and try to find the middle?
4: Yeah, I think it's a good question, and it's something we talk about all the time, and I think, uh, you know, you always want to have as balanced a club as you can. Uh, You always want to have Uh, as many complete players as possible. And we try to factor in the contributions that every player makes in any facet of the game. And ideally, we have players who are contributing in all those facets. At the same time, you can't run away from talent. And talent comes in different forms. And, you know, some players, uh, that talent's more weighted to their offense. Some players, it's more weighted to their defense, uh, base running, what have you. And we try to look at all that and factor it all in. And we want to have as balanced a group as we can, but uh, talent is still king. You know, as, as Kevin said, I think you know, there's a lot, and, and we, we need to step back, take a deep breath, and just see where we're at and, and, and look at everything and, uh, and make sure we're doing a full assessment um, you know the things that we can do better. And at the same time, uh, make sure we're not ignoring opportunities to acquire
0: talented players wherever they may be. Having said that, do you feel like you have a – I mean, looking at your team for next year on paper, and I know a lot of that's fluid now, but you do have a pretty solid base in catching, shortstop, and center field, pretty critical positions there, and your starting rotation. Do you feel like you've got a better base going into the off season than maybe in seasons past?
4: Yeah, it's – look, we feel really strongly that we have a lot of talented players. And you look around the diamond um, – and whether it's on the position player side or on the pitching side, it's nice to have a lot of different options. We also have now coming through the system a group of prospects that uh, we think you know, in the years to come are going to be able to augment that core and be part of that group. Uh, that's a good position to be in. But by no means you know, are we satisfied. Obviously, we fell short of our goal this year. So we want to continue to build that group. But we think we're starting from a pretty good spot.
1: Kevin, during the offseason last year, you spoke about not wanting to ever have to talk about 68 again. Um, this year we hit 80. Is 80 palatable enough to be able to at least talk about it in a positive way? I, I think there were, po- <clears throat> excuse me. I think there were positives uh, in there without a doubt. But the, the the probably the disappointments outweigh those. I mean, I, I think we, we break camp uh, with a goal in mind that we want to find our way to to get into some postseason baseball. We haven't done that in three years. Um, they're different, you know. Uh, last year. There was probably some some uh, some prep and planning that we were doing in the month of September. We were able to. This year, we haven't. Uh, this one stung a little bit more simply because of the position that we put ourselves in coming out of the break. I mean, we were feeling pretty good, for good reason. We played well against a big series uh, at home against Boston. We had the crowd support. Uh, the team was excited. We go on the West Coast and, and find a way to play pretty good, and then some things kind of spiraled from there, so... Uh, i think you have to separate them and they you, you view them differently uh it'll take some time but i don't if if we begin to start accepting 80 or 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 something that's not good enough i don't know where we're going so to answer your question no how
3: how would you i mean it's a simplistic question but the standings show how far you are from making the playoffs but realistically how far do you think you are and, and how much do you have to do this offseason to close that gap?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, there's different ways to to look at it and I think we, we want to be as unbiased as we can be and as accurate as we, we can be with that. You know, on one hand I think we won 80 games, on the other we were, you know, the best record of teams in the American League that didn't make the playoffs and it happened to have three teams this year in the American League that took a lot of the wins. and. Uh, left a lot of teams fighting for a much you know smaller share than I think what 's typically there, so um, look somehow some way you know we we have to find a way to start scoring more runs than than our opponents and you mentioned the run differential over the last four years, you know including the year before Kevin. Uh, and being somewhere in the middle being somewhere around zero plus or minus wherever you are that's that 's not the desired outcome so Uh, you know, that's one hand of it. But on the other side, you know, being in that zero territory, usually you're not far off from from things coming together, a player stepping up. And uh, even after the disappointing season we had last year, we spoke to the belief we had in our core players and to to what Himes said a little while ago, our minor league system and the strides of things we've been able to do there, you know, credit to scouting, player development, et cetera, uh, we're in a much stronger position moving forward than we have been. So while our major league team over the last four years has been kind of hovering, you know, somewhere in the middle, you know, give or take, in a sense what's coming underneath I think gives us optimism that, you know, as we move forward there's, there's reasons to believe we can separate North from where we've been.
1: Eric and Heim, question on since you brought up the run differential – um, the three division winners this year were all teams in the bottom five in the American League and strikeouts for their hitters. And obviously, the Rays have been at the top despite the home runs. How important is it to reduce that number going into the offseason and become a more productive offensive team?
4: Well, I think, you know, you just spoke to it that there are some you know, dynamic clubs uh, in this league that, uh, that have not struck out a whole lot. And that said, you know, year in, year out, sometimes there are very good clubs that do. Um, you know, and we feel the way this year went, there were a couple of relatively small things that could have gone a little differently where we would have, uh, you know, had a different outcome while still having an offense with a lot of strikeouts. That said, uh, and Neil, you and I have talked about this, that um, – we want to have complete players in every possible facet, and there's a lot of instances where it's really valuable to move the ball. Um, and we want to develop players that are able to do that. Uh, we like to have as many players as possible that are able to do that. Um, but it's you know it's not our goal to turn our head from uh, you know away from from good players who may not do that as well if they bring other strengths to the table. So I think at the end of the day, it's about trying to balance all those things as well as we can. And, you know, put a group forward that we think uh, has as good a chance as possible to to, to score runs.
0: Guys, of uh, all the uh, potential free
4: agents from this year uh, going into this offseason, Nobody's been here longer than
0: Alex Cobb. Can you guys just talk about what Alex has meant uh, to this organization?
2: A heck of a lot. Um, I'm not sure where to begin, and uh, could go on a lot longer than than I will in this response. But you know, Alex Cobb, from the competitor, from the person, from the teammate. You know, you all have been around him. You've you've seen him grow and develop and <laughs> mature uh, for you know, some time here at the major league level, you know, he's a testament to the scouting side of things and identification of a high school kid that was often overlooked. It's a testament to player development and a player that coming up through the system, uh, wasn't highly regarded. He wasn't a top 100 prospect. He wasn't a lot of those things. And, uh, that speaks to our player development system, but you know, above all, it speaks to Alex Cobb and someone that, you know, be it some of the injuries and the things that he has faced and overcome, to just his, his history and his development path, he has earned it every single step of the way without a whole lot being handed to him, frankly. And, um, you know, I don't know what the, the future brings necessarily, but uh, it's important that we, I think, all acknowledge and appreciate everything that he has meant to our organization, um, you know, to this point.
3: Uh, Kevin, and, and you guys too, I mean, the, some of the statistics show you guys were like the best defensive team in the league. I think maybe some of us who watch from upstairs don't necessarily have that view anecdotally. I mean, do you think the defense is is good enough? Do you think that can improve? And, and what impact did Hechevarria have on it once you got him?
1: There were some nights I didn't think were the best defense e- either. I, I know what some of the uh, websites uh, and stati- statisticians expressed. Uh, but I do think we, we did, for the bulk of it, play some pretty good defense. I think we have uh, really, really good outfield speed. That showed up, uh, obviously highlighted by KK. But Steven Souza had a tremendous defensive year for us. Uh, and anytime Peter Borges is out there, he's going to add to that. Corey Dickerson made some big strides from last year to this year as a de- defensive player. Uh, our defense, when we acquired Adaini Hetre- uh for me, drastically turned. I, I thought he made everybody else around him better, and he also, um, you know, allowed us to do some things. He covers more ground. The routine play wasn't out, um, so in that regard, specifically about Adani, I mean, he's probably the, the, the best that I've seen in three years on a on a nightly basis. Uh, he's very similar to what KK provides in the outfield. Um, your next question was: Do we feel that we're strong going into that in the off season? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, we do. I, I think Wilson Ramos. Uh, we, we. Wilson came back. He worked really hard from a rehab standpoint. I don't know if he afforded himself the time to get back into baseball shape. And that's not an easy thing that you can do with, with uh, playing games in the minor leagues and having your mapped out schedule. I think it took some time. But I thought, I thought we saw some strides made throughout the course of the season with him. I thought that um, – you know, with with probably more day, days off, I could have helped with that, would have kept him fresher, kept him a little cleaner, and I think we're gonna see a, uh, a, a stronger defender next year. Back
0: to Cobb for a second. Uh, most everyone assumes that he will not be back next year. Is there a chance that that could be wrong? Look,
4: at this point, you know, uh, We're still kind of decompressing from the season, and and as Eric said, I mean, I think right now we want to appreciate, you know, everything he stands for. Great example for every young pitcher that we have in this organization. Um, You know, you can never rule anything out. Um, That'll be part of the conversations that we're going to have starting today, where we'll step back and look at uh, different ways that this club could come together and see, uh, you know, but there's no question, uh, you know, the, the caliber of pitcher that he is.
3: Eric and Heim, you guys always have a lot of turnover every year. It's kind of part of how you do things. The eight free agents, 12 arbitration eligible guys, probably all won't be back. Do you see this year as particularly more vexing in terms of trying to piece it together, and, and would there be a scenario where you might, for lack of a less colloquial term, blow it up?
2: Uh, right now, no answers. We've got a lot of questions and things that, that we've generated over time, and I think... <laughs> Each passing year, you spend with your wins and losses somewhere, you know, short of where you want to be. You ask the questions, some of them get louder, you know, and it's just the way it is. Um, Naturally, I don't think the questions we ask ourselves are much different from the questions that are asked by people that follow our team very closely be it our fans, be it the media. Um, But at the end of the day, it's it's our job to be as disciplined as possible, to be as grounded in reality as possible, to, you know, to, to. to try to remove as much of the emotion from it as possible in order to make the best decisions possible, again, possible for <laughs> our, our organization. So, um, you know, it's a question that I think at any point we, we ask ourselves. But, um, you know, in the, the coming weeks here, is, I, I think we'll, we'll begin to, you know, kind of chart a clear path hopefully for the offseason ahead and what that means. But we're not, we're not to any point yet where anything is definitive.